been listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. And you're listening to Witch Police Radio. I've been looking, but I just can't find no satisfaction or peace of mind. I've been reaching for it, but it's out of grasp. Your love is like the summer, cause it's gone too fast. I've been reaching for it, I just can't grasp. Your love is like the summer, it's gone too fast. Sweater season coming to your town.
right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am your regular host, Sam, and I'm here with three members of The Heights. And I think the best way to start this off is just maybe go around the table here and everyone identify who they are and what instrument they play, and we'll go from there. All right, my name is Scott Malcolmson, and I'm the lead singer and guitar player of The Heights. I'm Sam Little. I'm the bass player and occasional keyboardist of The Heights. I'm Eli Midas, and I play the drums in The Heights. And you have one more person who's not here, is that right? Or is this, uh, the... this is the core group of the band, and then we have a keyboardist who used to be with us, but uh, but is now kind of a more, how do I put it, part-time member. Okay, yeah. Okay. so this is, this is the nucleus of it. Like yeah, 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 exactly. It's got, you know, school and jobs. and Right, right. Stuff that happens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so uh, I mean, this is kind of an unusual one because usually when I'm going into the show uh, interviewing someone, I at least have kind of a frame of reference of who they are. Uh, I've you know either seen them live, heard their albums, or whatever. But you guys are pretty new, um, so this is kind of, kind of a, a cool episode, I guess, because I I mean I've heard a couple songs online, but that's about it. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of background on where this band is coming from. I mean, Eli's been on the show before talking about his other music, but uh, this is you know it's, it's fairly new t- to me and to the show. So maybe the best way to, to get going with this is just if one of you wants to just give a bit of background on where this band comes from, and then we can sort of go from there. Yeah, so uh, we've been friends for a long time. We've all grown up in River Heights. That's kind of where the name came from, right. the Heights. We, Eli and I went to River Heights uh, used to play hockey at River Heights Community Center when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes, goes way back. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. We've played in bands together for a long time in one way or another. We uh, had a regular Friday night gig at the Red Cactus oh, cool. on Corden for that place, yeah. almost four years every Friday night. Uh, that was all doing covers uh, for the bar crowd kind of thing. Okay. And then uh, Eli and I started a band called The After Party. We were together for quite a while, for, what, seven or eight years? It's our 10th anniversary this year. Is this still a thing? No. No. <laughs> no. It would be our 10th anniversary this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we did some recording, did some touring with that band. And then Sam and I also played in a more acoustic folk band called Holler and Pines. Okay. Um, and yeah, we've all done lots of different things together and separate. And then now we've kind of come back together and uh, we've focus our efforts on something brand new and original. Cool. And uh, we're all like equal members contributing equally to uh, something new, so we're all pretty stoked. Yeah, if I can add to that, like sure. the thing that's unique about this project as opposed to our previous projects where we've worked together is that, you know, whether like I was playing in Eli's band, like sometimes I would be the bass player for None of the Wise, or, right, or right. like I'd be playing with Scotty in Holler or and Pines, or the After Party, or whatever. Yeah, I'd be drumming in Calabay Yao, which was my project at the time. Okay. Uh, like, this is unique for all three of us because we're all writing in a continuum together, together yeah. as yeah. opposed to, like, just functioning as sidemen. Right, helping work. out each other's projects. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, we're bearing the benefit of all of our unique experiences, and so the songs are, you know, like a really shared conglomerate as opposed to just a unit yeah. vision. Cool. I think it makes us all more, like, we all feel more invested in it because it's not just... You know, it's not just Sam playing bass to a song that I wrote. It's right. like yeah. he has, you know, the freedom to to suggest things and to yeah. create parts and write new a new bridge idea or yeah. whatever it is. And so I think that we're all more invested in it because of that. It's cool too because we've all we all know kind of where each other come from musically because we've played in all those yeah. bands together. And then also we've all been the primary songwriter in a band, so we all trust you know, we trust each other to you know, and there's three of us, which helps too, because if two people say one thing and the other guy says the other thing, we can have a we yeah, trust each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 and yeah, our focus is just doing what's 
what's best for the music and what's best for that specific song. So okay. <clears throat> it's not like, oh, I want, I want to show off this new thing that I just learned or that I just wrote. Yeah. It, it's, it has to serve the song and it has yeah. to uh, totally. come across. Pretty good working relationship where we don't really... If someone harshes out an idea of yours, it's it's not a hard, they're not harshing you out. We, right, it's we're all friends here. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. we can take our egos out. Of yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, you know, you mentioned the name, the Heights, and the River Heights connection and stuff. Uh, I mean, I assume that's what it was when when I saw that, that this was a thing. But uh, like, as someone who previously lived in River Heights, I lived there for about five years when I was a teenager. I found it interesting that, that that's being used as a band name. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on you guys at all for your band name, but I never thought River Heights was like a cool place to be from. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, and it's just like I think it's because like I, I, you I did grew up in Wolseley. I grew up right? in Wolseley, yeah, so that's and where then that I comes moved from. like you know I moved out when I was like 19, 20, so I was there for high school basically, River Heights, and then that was yeah. it. And like I always kind of like I like it was a nice neighborhood and everything, but it never seemed like I wanted to be like oh man I'm from River Heights. Like it was kind of like I always just defaulted to Wolseley. Uh, I don't think it's about being cool so much. It is. You know, you write it's about what you know. From. Yeah, it's right, weird. right. It's your okay. It, yeah. We yeah, we didn't choose to grow up there. We just did. Right. So that's kind of yeah. It's not about it repping our hood or anything. Right, right, It's right, just right. about like Where you know, we we, this yeah. is this is our connection that, yeah, to right. each other. So it's, and it's, I'm not trying to say anything bad about no, no, it. Totally. Just, it just yeah. seems like a funny thing because funny. people will often, I mean, like rep their hood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and River Heights yeah. is like maybe the last one on the list you would expect to be done. We're not claiming to be hard. Right. Right. Yeah. No, but that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have like a personal connection to why you're naming the band. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. I, I remember like Eli and I when we were super young, uh, hanging out at his parents' place on Niagara. Yeah, I remember that. His, his brother Jesse, who's in the Crooked Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd be hanging out with some of his buddies in, in the basement, including me, probably, probably you yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 and uh, and you guys would be jamming, and we, we were obviously <laughs> sure a, was a few yeah, years younger yeah. than you, yeah. and we thought it was super cool. We were yeah. kind of looking up to you and just kind of hanging around, watching and listening, yeah. and. Uh, <clears throat> and that kind of started us playing music together for that's the very cool. first time. So, I guess that's part of it for me is that that's sort of where it like really all began. Right. Just the interest yeah. in in wanting to play in bands and and jam with people kind of all happened, at least for me and and Eli was at his parents' place cool. in River Heights. So that's kind of where it started for us. When did this actually become the unit it is now? Like how long ago was it actually put Summer, together? Right. Maybe. Yeah, probably like July. Okay, so it's pretty recently still. Like yeah. Within the last yeah. yeah, yeah, we only played our first show uh, on Boxing Day, so just a few months ago still. So. Cool. Yeah. Okay. This is good. <laughs> you got you got an album coming, which I do want to ask you more about in a bit. Yeah. Right. But uh, maybe we should just get into what, how the way this show works. I mean, obviously we interview the guests, but. Um, I also press a button on a computer, shoots a word at us, a random word, and every week uh, the host and guests select songs that relate to the theme. And there's no wrong answers, the, basically any way you can make a connection, and this week the word is neck, which, you know... It's random. It's random. It's, it's, it's random. random. I don't know if it's a good one or a bad one, I don't know how you guys it's felt cool. about that word. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, feel, I got one of my favorite songs out of it. Yeah? Do you want to start it off <laughs> sure. just by picking a... Um, since it's neck, um, I, was, I was going a few different ways about getting... A song out of the word neck but uh the one i settled on was uh i'm only sleeping off the rubber soul album by the beatles just purely because they're all wearing turtlenecks that whole era of their existence
All right, we're back. That was the Beatles. Um, so, okay, I like the turtleneck thing. Connected yeah. to the neck. But why did you choose that particular song? That particular song is one of my all-time favorites. It's hard for me to have a favorite Beatles song, but that's consistently up in the top five okay. or ten. <laughs> sure enough. So you just like a good excuse to kind of fit it into the theme, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, well, awesome. I mean, like, so it fits the connection. And um, so one thing I noticed, uh, this has kind of come up on the show before, because this will be episode close to 180, so there's been a lot of people on the show since like 2012 when it started and um depending on who i'm talking to people have very kind of different ways of promoting themselves ways of getting their music out there ways of releasing their music and um i kind of just from checking out your you know your website your, your stuff online you guys seem to be going a very professional sort of route um you know you have that like a a video kind of promoting the the upcoming album you have some obviously you know very well done photos everything you got a logo everything looks very kind of like you know I don't want to say formal, but it, I mean, it's, it's done, you're presenting yourselves in a certain way. And I think that there's kind of, that's one of two ways you can go when you're starting a new band. I mean, a lot of people will just not do any of that and just kind of do it all super DIY, super punk rock style, whatever. And then there's what, what you guys are doing. So what was the reasoning behind that? Like, Believe you, it or not, that is our DIY. That is your DIY? Yeah, okay. we, yeah we, it is. Uh, like as we were talking about in the, in the, in the break there, yeah. we, we've been doing this sort of, the, the, the punk rock, making our own album covers. Yeah. Like I, I did the logo, the website, but I'm, I think we're just better at it than we were when we were the 10-year-old Fair punks. enough. And I guess technology <laughs> makes it easier. But I, I mean, maybe more what I mean, though, is, I mean... A refined look? Yeah, a refined look. You have a very kind of professional look. And I imagine there's probably a, you know, a reason you're marketing yourselves in that way. The like, reason I think that we're going with that sort of clean look um, is because for the first time, our sound is more refined and clean. Okay. Like we were talking about earlier, it's not about anyone's crazy parts it's about serving the song and we've because of that we've all taken things out of our playing and you know we're just trying to get rid of any excess riffraff that may be there you know in the way we look the way we present ourselves and the way we sound yeah I'll, i'll add to that as well just like you mentioned you know a professional aesthetic yeah and i think that's something that we're going for because we are trying to treat this as a professional endeavor. Right. Uh, I mean, we've all been engaged in Manitoba music, and we've learned a lot about about just treating our music like a business and just trying to take it seriously from that angle as a way of of really um, maximizing our efforts, I guess. So I think that's probably part of what you're what you're noticing. Yeah, it's the first time we've ever really tried this hard. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, <laughs> right, right. that's a big part of it too. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe you just appear to be trying hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or and like, like paying attention to detail, right, right, right. We'll say. Yeah, right. and we've yeah we've played in other bands before. Like uh, when we were playing with the after party, we had you know not a crazy amount of success, but we had a decent following. People were, would come out to our shows, and you know there's there's no telling what could have happened if we were a little bit more organized, a little bit more focused, and right. a little bit more driven, and and really knew what we were trying to accomplish. But I think we were younger at the time. We were just kind of having fun jamming, and now that we're a little bit older and we're kind of figuring out like you know do we want this band to be a pastime and a hobby while we have full-time jobs or do we try do we want to try and make this our career and our lives right. and and we're all very much on the same page that we want to take it seriously we want to take it as far as we can and okay. and just trying to be you know smart and focused about it and uh so yeah we're just trying to trying to you know and also you know uh online presence is pretty important we want Definitely, people yeah. to be able to know search us and and quickly be able to find out as much information as they want be able to to watch an eye-catching video and leave them wanting more how uh, how far in advance 
did you plan that stuff? I mean, the reason I'm asking is because it has come up on the show before, kind of the same subject. And I've often been critical of bands, and I'm not, I'm not saying this applies to you guys, but I have seen a lot of bands over the years that will, especially now that the internet makes it possible to promote yourself in the way you never could before, where they won't have really any material. <laughs> they won't exist anything. It'll just be they've got a fancy website, they've got fancy logos, they've got professional photos, and they haven't they, they haven't considered the musical part of the thing, right. which is important. I mean, you guys obviously the music thing is important. You've worked together for years before, right? Two, for mm-hmm. sure. So how how far ahead did you plan? Like, okay, this is the image we want to present. I mean, the, the professional or, or the, hardworking. The or whatever focus you want to call it. Like, initially was the music for sure. Like we were getting together, you know, multiple times every week, without thinking about oh, what's our image going to be like? Right. What's our brand going to be like? What do we want our website to look like? Right. We were just focusing on just creating music. So it was months of that before we even thought about how to a web design it. and videos and yeah. promo and all Cause that. Because you see, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's a good look. Like, I mean, it, you know, it's very uh, well done, the, the, the look of it. So Thank you. Um, you mentioned earlier, Eli, the, uh, the cleanness of the sound. Like, that's something that we should, we should touch on is uh, it's really hard for anyone in any kind of music right now to define what genre they play because, you know, also because the internet people can take, are drawing inspiration from things from everywhere that they wouldn't have been able to ten, even ten years ago, right? So, I mean, you know, based on what I've heard from your songs and based on looking at, at how you how you describe yourselves online, I mean, soul comes up a lot, um, and there's obviously a lot of other genres in there. But what do you call it? I mean, to someone who has never heard you before, you say, "Hey, we have this new band. We're putting on an album. How do you describe it?" Um, I think that we would describe it as dance rock. Okay. We want to be, you know, high energy. We want people to have fun at our shows and want to go out and have a good time with their friends. And yeah, no, it, it, like you said, it is hard to define the genre because yeah. especially even just the three of us, we're all really good friends and we've been playing together for a long time, but we have different influences and different of tastes. Course, yeah, yeah. So we're definitely drawing in influences from a lot of different places. So it can make it kind of tricky to, to define, you know, we're not punk band, we're not a straight rock and roll band. Right. We kind of take influences from a lot of different places. But yeah, soul is in there, dance rock, there's a bit of R&B influence in there as well. Okay. Is there anyone that the three of you kind of collectively point to as a, an influence? Like someone that would appeal to as all of you? As an influence? Maybe, but definitely not as a template for this band. Right, right. But I mean, like, what, yeah, yeah as an influence. There's lots of bands we all That you're all, all, you all on the same yeah, page with, I mean, yeah. And just all the stuff we, we grew up on, we all were yeah, into the same things. Colin chili Peppers is a pretty good one. Chili Peppers is a pretty good one, yeah. Blind Melon, yeah. Neil Young, Led Zeppelin, you know, like the classics yeah, that yeah. I think everybody can relate to. I love hearing Blind Melon being referred to as a classic. That's awesome. It's <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. happened more often. He's happened more often. I love them. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay, well, um, I'm going to pick a song on the, the next theme to okay. go forward here. And I had a bunch of ideas when the thing came up. And uh, I decided to play something I've already played on the show before, which is, you know, kind of a faux pas. But this was on the second episode ever, which was, like, in 2012. So I can do it. I mean, it's been four years. It's good. I can play it. Yeah. your show. You can do it. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I know, but I, I do try to avoid playing the same artists and the same songs. I mean, especially the same songs. There's certain artists that I will just avoid for, like, six months because I play right. them too much and whatever. But anyway, so the song I'm going to play is a song by Shellac. I don't know if you guys are... Uh, Fans of them. I mean, I love everything Steve Albini's done. Basically, all of his bands are great. Uh, I'm a big fan of that kind of really abrasive sort of... Uh, yeah. And his production's awesome, of course. Like, uh, So, uh, he has an album called Thousand Hertz, and uh, the first song on it is called Prayer to God. And uh, it's one of my favorite songs, probably of all of his kind of catalog of all the bands he's been in. And the premise of the song is presented as him praying something he doesn't do very often. And he's basically praying that he wants uh, whoever he's praying to, you know, whatever God it is, to kill a couple people. <laughs> and this is what he's asking for. And uh, 
the the impression you get is that like you know the woman in the uh, of the two people who wants to be killed is probably cheated on him or something, and he wants her and the guy to be killed, but he wants the guy to just be killed, and he says it very aggressively. But her, he's very specific about how he wants her to be killed, and there's a reference to uh, like a part of her neck where she wears her necklace that he wants her to be killed uh, on. Okay. So I thought that was a cool way to connect with the theme, and I really like the 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 detail. On that part of it, where and then the aggression about the guy, like it's it's yeah. really awesome. So it's uh, yeah, I mean it's a very vul- very vulgar, definitely not something you can play on uh, mainstream radio. But since this is a podcast and it's on <laughs> campus radio too, play whatever you want. So Perfect. check it out. By disease or a blow to the base of her neck, where her necklaces close, where her garments come together, where I used to lay my face. That's where you ought to kill her in that particular place. Him just fucking kill him. Kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him, kill him already, kill him, just fucking kill him, fucking kill him, fucking kill him already, kill him, I'm fucking kill him, fucking kill him. Kill him, just fucking kill him. Kill him already, kill him already, kill him. Amen. Alright, that was Prayer to God by Shellac. And yeah, like the neck reference was the reason yeah. I picked it up. I love that song, it's so angry. But was, it's uh, yeah. the neck reference Straight I was thinking to point, about too sure. is yeah. uh aeroplane slipped my throat. Yeah, well, well I thought yeah. other side, but then I thought aeroplane was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's for the neck. I love that song and I, it's, it's one of the ones I'm okay with playing again on the show, even though even though it has been a long time, because it's just awesome. Um I don't know, like I like I like I said, I really like the specificness of the uh and like no particular woman, like he's very detailed and then he's <laughs> yeah. just really mad and yells a lot and it's awesome. But yeah, so next songs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you guys, uh, you guys have an album. Is it an EP or is it a full length? It's EP. a five song EP. Five song EP. Yeah, and it's coming out in June. Yeah, June eleventh at the Pyramid. Cool. Okay. Well, can you tell me about the the record? Uh, we actually recorded it down here in my basement, which was awesome. Uh, we kind of set out uh, just to record the songs, just to get a better idea of the structure and you know 
figuring out different parts and kind of finalizing ideas and okay. and so we never really set out to to have it as a finished product but we were happy enough with with uh what we got out of it and then we took it to john paul peters at private ear and he helped us you know make it a million times better yeah, yeah. and with his editing and mixing and mastering well, and that guy's everything. done so much stuff locally yeah he's yeah he's a busy guy place, for yeah. sure and is it uh are you putting it on a cd or digital or yeah we'll release it on like digitally certainly yeah and, yeah. and we're printing cds now cool we we've got we're kind of spitballing ideas for like additional methods of release yeah. vinyl and that kind of thing but uh, that'll be down the road well that is something i mean i you know i hate to bring up another thing that comes up on the show a lot but that that is something that comes up a lot because yeah. i mean i'm talking to people at various levels of success or whatever with their with their career or their band and it's not as easy as it used to be where you could just say you know in the 90s cds with the obvious format you put it yeah. in because everyone just has a cd player but now there's so many different ways to do it i mean you could be doing strictly digital or you could be some people do tape only now mm-hmm. and stuff is crazy like, there's no so yeah it's got to be i guess a more difficult decision at least to yeah i mean i don't know i like you like you brought up the internet a bunch of times yeah. and like that's that's just the world that we live in now there's just so many ways to access material and uh and content and and so we're aware of that and we want to be able to we want people to be able to find us in any way that they they are interested yeah. in finding us, of course. And I think that any band would say that as well. Sometimes, like, money gets in the way or means or time or all those things. Yeah, yeah that was something uh, else. Sorry, go ahead. No, so, like, I think, you know, we, we have to be at least, you know, we've, everything we've done in this band so far has been at least somewhat methodical. So yeah, we're yeah, trying to yeah. keep that theme and, like, we're going to release a CD, release digitally, and then go from there. And also the fact that we did record it ourselves, like, we didn't spend a ton of money going into it. So. Right. And because we're brand new, we just want people to hear our music. So, <clears throat> like we'll put it, we'll put it online if people want to just stream it and listen to it. That's cool. We don't necessarily need to have, you know, we get a ten second preview and then you have to pay a certain amount of money yeah, to yeah, hear it. Yeah. We're gonna make CDs so that we can sell them at shows and that we can, you know, get it out to different radio stations and stuff like that. And if, but, yeah, if somebody wants a hard copy, of course we want yeah, that option. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Um, so. I mean, I imagine you'll probably put it in stores and stuff too, right? Some of the little, the little smaller... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of response have you guys had from, from audiences so far? I mean, you know, I usually wouldn't ask that, but because it's a very, fairly new band, like, you know... It's been pretty good. I mean, our, our first show was awesome. We played at the Goodwill on Boxing Day, cool. and uh, we were opening up for Moontan and The Revival, and it was a big holiday show, and it was an awesome turnout, which was great for our first show. And, yeah, from our very first song, people were up and dancing cool. and having a cool. good time, and it was... It was awesome. Uh, we've been playing quite a few shows. We're just trying to get ourselves out there as much as we can. And so, I mean, some are better than others, but generally it's been a pretty positive response. Cool. What kind of, what's your, what's your audience? Like, what do you think is the, uh, the fan base that you guys have? Who, what, what, I mean, I know that's a vague question, but, uh, I mean, who you, who do you think you appeal to? Who do you think you're, I mean, I think we appeal to, oh, that's a hard question. Uh, it is, sorry. <laughs> I mean, hopefully we appeal to uh, a lot of different people because we've been influenced by a lot of different yeah, people yeah, and I yeah. think our sound is, is eclectic. And It's also uh, really early, so it's kind of hard to hard it, to say. Well, maybe a better way of, of asking the question then is like, you know, locally there's so many bands in Winnipeg. There's, I mean, I've been sure. doing this for so long that every week I'm talking to a new band and it's something I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. like you guys maybe. But <laughs> right. uh, like, where do, you, where do you think you fit in locally? I mean, I know there's a lot of smaller scenes, there's a lot of... Uh, Bands that maybe aren't necessarily the same genre, but they there's, there's kind of a that's the million dollar question for us because we done. haven't really I don't know we've been we've been really struggling with that quite like that's a question we ask ourselves all the time where do we fit in especially in Winnipeg yeah 
like we know outside of Winnipeg, who knows? There could be scenes for us. There's scene for everybody. Yeah, right? of course, yeah. But like we're maybe a little too poppy for the art kids, a little too arty for the art or for the pop kids. Right, right. So we're kind of we we played a show at the Grant and Wilton Coffee House to a bunch of people who I want to say the average age would have been fifty nine okay. or sixty five. Yeah, who who knows? It was it was yeah. pretty old, and they <clears throat> loved it. Yeah, they were like, they were you know clapping after a little after bass everybody solos. was dancing everyone in their was chairs. like dancing cool. in their chairs yeah. it was awesome and then you know we were playing at the goodwill for a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds right. who were just eating it up in a different way a much more aggressive alcohol yeah, consuming yeah. way yeah. <laughs> you know so we definitely can appeal to both those kind of extreme yeah. things i i think maybe our bread and butter is going to be more the younger kids getting up to dance right maybe bread and butter is not the right term because the older people have money to spend on <laughs> they CDs. probably have more money to buy cities <laughs> but yeah. but generally I, we feel like our kind of goal is to be playing in front of maybe maybe a festival audience because okay. that has both right that has the kids who are going out to lots of shows but it also has the older people sitting in the lawn chairs at the back dancing in their chairs right and I guess that has the eclectic enough lineups that if you yeah. guys are bringing different influences from different exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that something you want to do, festivals? I mean, there's so many yeah, like, like, constantly new festivals every week. It seems to be. Mm, yeah. I think that's, a, that's actually a, a big benchmark for us. Yeah. If we can, like, if we could do a whole summer of festivals, yeah. I think that would probably be my measure of success. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Is that so like maybe kind of off in the future? Or are you thinking maybe you know, yeah, like a two year plan kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, for yeah. short term future. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay. Do you want to pick another song? Uh, just want to keep moving down the couch? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> All right, the song I'm going to pick, it's called Ain't Got No, I Got Life. It's by Nina Simone. Awesome. And it's an interesting song. I mean, she's got a very unique style very and a unique, unique yeah. voice. And uh, <clears throat> I picked it just because it's kind of an interesting song. Like the first half is kind of her. Um, talking about all the things she doesn't have, you know, okay. it, it starts off, it, oh, I know, I know it sounds song, yeah. like it's going to be just a really like sad song. I don't have any money. I don't have anybody that loves me. I don't have this. I don't have that. And, <clears throat> and then it kind of switches halfway through to like, you know, I've got two legs. I've got two arms. Yeah, I've yeah. got my, my head, my neck, my toes and all that stuff. And it's kind of just a song about perspective. I think like there's different ways to look at the same situation. So you can either focus on the negative of all the things you don't have, or you can, take a little bit more of a positive twist on it and so just i thought about it because she starts listing she off, off that, okay. all these body parts and was, that that was the first song that came to mind so i figured i'd play that one cool did you see the uh documentary about i did recently? yeah this is this song is like a fairly i think they play, she plays the whole thing and i think so yeah. Shots, yeah, yeah it's amazing Great it's, documentary, uh, yeah, yeah. Very it's cool. pretty heavy pretty depressing but it's definitely yeah. worth watching for sure awesome let's check it out
Nina Simone's awesome. She's, yeah, uh, she is great. She's really cool. Um, so I guess like this is kind of a weird 
it's not really a good segue, but um, <laughs> we, we were talking about Soul a little bit earlier, and like how that's one of the many things that influences you guys. And then Nina Simone, obviously, you know, is a heavy influence, especially on a lot of later soul artists and R and B artists and things like that. Even though she has jazz stuff going on and other things as well. Um, so, what would be kind of your reference points as far as the soul influence? Because I mean, based on the type of stuff you guys you guys play and that you're interested in, I'm not really a pop guy. Like, I'm not. I mean, even the Beatles, I'm not. Doesn't really do too much for me. I get, I get why it's, you know. I, I don't want to get into that argument, but like the soul thing. I, I love. Soul, I, mean, I listen to a lot of soul music. I listen to a lot of uh, music that you know has that kind of that kind of influence to it. So what? I mean, where are you guys coming from as far as that? What would you say? Are, are for, for me, I I don't know. One of my favorite bands is the Four Tops. Okay. I, I love the Four Tops. I, I blast them at work all day. Um, I, I there's something just about that the energy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. they bring. Yeah. That I really like. Um, I think we can all agree we're all huge P Funk fans. Cool. I don't know if that really well, is the all soul under the like yeah. the groove music. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, 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 yeah. funk soul R and B all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big influence for me that I actually didn't really didn't get into him until a little bit later was Sam Cooke. I love Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, like I obviously had heard some of his songs here and there because yeah. you know everybody has, but I was away uh, in Nelson going to school studying music out there and. Just started listening to Sam Cooke and got super into him. Really just loved the way that he sings, loved yeah. the style of his voice. So that was a big one for me. Sam Cooke, um, Curtis Mayfield, Otis Redding were, Otis were a couple Redding. of yeah. When I went to Memphis, I got really into all the stacks. Oh, stacks is great, stuff. yeah. Yeah. That, <clears throat> I thought that was more recently, though. The Four Tops have always been sort of like kind of go-to. I found with Soul, though. I mean, I love, I love both Motown and Stacks, but I think that people are either one or the other. Like, you have to have a... I don't know if I'm you guys feel the same like way. Like Beatles I'm, or Stones. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I love them both, but I'm way deep into the stacks yeah. area. I That's like the, fair. I think I'm more of a Motown guy yeah. myself. Like, oh yeah. I like I had a Motown yeah. box set and I just like. Yeah. Wore it's, it I mean, so it's, it's so amazing. So I don't want to. So yeah. No, no, no. I hear you, so but for good. me, like it was maybe it's just like like, like Remy Shan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the kind of Motown. Although like, that was, is actually a really good And it was a Motown too. I shouldn't be harsh on Ramish. Did you ever he's, watch he's that documentary that's standing in the shadows of Motown? That's a great oh, documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, James Jamerson, like, yeah. as a bass player, Ridiculous, like, I, yeah, yeah. I would be remiss yeah. if I yeah. didn't say he was like a main influence. More yeah. like 50 Feet from Stardom is cool. That's also very good. That's everything, though. It's like Motown, Stacks, Muscle Shells. Well, there's another one called Only the Strong Survive, too, which they brought a bunch of the old guys. They had like Wilson Pickett and a bunch of. Oh, yeah. Like, a bunch of people, they were in their 50s at the time, I guess, and they brought them all out for this concert series. And it was some people who hadn't, uh, whoops, hadn't Weird. played in, in years. It was very cool. Weirdly enough, I think one of the first things that got me into soul music was uh, the movie The Commitments. Great like, movie. My, my folks watched that all the time, and, and just I had we had that soundtrack. Yep. We listened to it on road trips. Awesome, yeah. We listened to that one on road trips, so yeah. I think that was probably one of my first... Uh, Experiences yeah, with soul cool. music, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mustang Sally, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those those covers hold up too. Like, yeah. I mean, for a bunch yeah. of he's Irish got a guys, wicked like, voice awesome that one, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I can add to that, though, sure, for yeah. me, like, I like, I really, you know, in high school and early twenties, I spent a lot of time with that like 50s, 60s, 70s R and B and soul. Yeah, yeah. But now, for me, I'd say I'm coming out of a much more contemporary soul and R and B okay. thing. Like, uh, like, what would be some examples? Well, like, D'Angelo was probably the first okay, thing yeah, yeah, I would totally, say. Yeah. Uh, and then even, like, Solange Knowles, uh, Beyonce's sister. Uh, and then, like, some more neo-soul stuff, like Jill Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Erica uh, Badu. Yeah, yeah, yeah Erica Badu. Yeah, 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 folks. Yeah. 
Like that Lauren Hill album's amazing too. It's kind of like yeah, she's got some great stuff. Yeah. That, that one album. That one, that one album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that album. Yeah, yeah. so okay. good. Miseducation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's cool because I don't know if that stuff. I mean, obviously the the sixties, fifties, sixties, seventies stuff comes up with a lot of different kind of bands, mm. but maybe not the newer stuff. I don't. I don't know if I've heard D'Angelo. The only time D'Angelo came up on this show, as from memory anyway, was yeah. Royal Canoe. Okay, I love yeah. D'Angelo. They're big fans. Yeah, their whole their new that. sound is like super influential. And I can totally that. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. It's the only time. It's but whereas like not the four tops necessarily, but a lot of Motown stuff, a lot of stacks that people have either played or, or referenced and right. you know yeah. so. Well, and there's such a soul revival going on. Yeah, like, of that that. Well, you get the Charles music. Bradley and then exactly. like, you know, yeah, yeah, Sharon Leon, Jones, Leon and, Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, and, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Who's great? Leon Bridges. They're great, is awesome. and Sharon yeah, Jones is great. And Charles Bradley. I saw. Great. I was yeah. backstage at a Sharon Jones concert at a, at a festival in. And not backstage, but like walking yeah, behind yeah. the stage. Yeah. And I saw her. I know we're on in Radio Land right now, but I'll show you guys what she was doing while she was getting ready to go on stage. She was sitting behind the stage, and the band's playing because it's soul music, right? Yeah. You know, they play a two, song or two before she we comes do up. the intro. She thing, was yeah, sitting yeah, up yeah. the stairs, going, <laughs> <laughs> just like, and then like in yeah, her high heel yeah, shoes, yeah, and then yeah, she just really? sprinted yeah. up the stairs and then ran out on stage, that's and everybody, that's awesome. Started, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, I think that uh, whatever, uh, I mean, whatever era of soul music, I mean, it seems like it's very high energy and obviously very dance-oriented, yeah, yeah. right? So it's... Uh... Yeah, so I think that's, like, that's where we get that vibe from. Like, that's yeah. where we're, like, really trying to bring the the groove, the, like, the power of the one, you know, that, that thing where people really just can't help it but, but get yeah. out of their chair. And, yeah, you're forced and, to, you have no choice. Yeah, 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 that's what we hope to engender mm-hmm. in an audience, I think. Cool. And then, maybe obviously, you're putting your own spin on it, too, right? I mean, because you... Yeah, because we love we love so many other different styles of music, yeah. and we're obviously not like, you know, black people living in the south right, in the right, '60s. Right. So I, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about where we came from. In our right, right. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not trying to hide where yeah. we came from yeah. at all. We're not trying to be anything we're not. But yeah. well, okay, you also mentioned um, at some point, uh, you know, P Funk, and then also the Chili Peppers too. So yeah. clearly, the funk thing is is important. Yeah. To you guys as well. I mean, is that does that go deep also, or is that just oh, sort of yeah. like do you have, yeah? Is... I'd say so, and I think that one actually, uh, the way we sound, that one, that one comes across a little bit more than maybe some of the the more subtle things that yeah, we yeah. throw in from the soul influences. I think the funk one translates a lot with just okay. with the music, the way it ends up sounding, and I don't know why that is, but just at least with the songs we've been putting together, um, I got no particular problem with that. I, yeah, no, it's <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. But as far as going deep, I mean, Chili Peppers, you know, we, me yeah, and Sam drove to California and probably yeah. listened to Stadium Arcadium, California Cation, oh, really? you know, Just Uplift like Mofo Party Plan, yeah. probably California Cation probably like three or four times, <laughs> you know, just... It's just in there. And I mean, Californication came out when we were in high school, yeah. like right in a pretty, you know, like grade nine or 10 for us, like a right. pretty influential time in our lives. And obviously Blood Sugar was a, a big, huge album for me. Just But Californication is like, you know, a game changer. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why, but... Well, not to get too deep into it, but like, because I want to pick another song, get to another song in a minute, but uh, do you guys feel that there's a certain era when you're growing up where that music is kind of untouchable? Whatever you listen to at a certain age is sort of always seems better than everything else just because of... I think, yeah, just by virtue of where you're at in your life. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, I mean, there's just this unwritten thing where like between the ages of, even when you're a teenager, like this music means so much to you Mm -hmm. and like it influences so much of your emotion and like... 
you're reacting to it in a way that you maybe will never again. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, of course, I think that's probably true of everybody. Hopefully, we can get our music out to some of those teenagers. <laughs> right, some teenager twenty years from now. We're going to feel it that much, yeah. right? And yeah. then, okay, then the reverse of that question is: I read something recently. Uh, I know you guys are probably a bit younger than me. I don't know if all of you are, but um, uh, and it, it basically said that the age, I think it was thirty-three or thirty-four, is kind of the cutoff point where most people are unable to continue following new music. Like, you just can't anymore. <laughs> and it's not like it's, it's not. not like there's anything wrong with you or anything. It's just like, for whatever reason, it starts it starts not working for you anymore. Right. And I'm I'm right in that, like, I mean, you know, I'm enjoying I'm, it or following it. You just, you're just not with it anymore. Like, you're, 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 you're done. <laughs> you stop. And I think I used, finger is no I used to be with it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Used to be with it. Then was. they changed what it was. Exactly. And what I'm yeah, with yeah, is yeah, no yeah, longer yeah. it. So, It'll happen what, to you. What it seems weird and scary to me. I feel like I'm right in that that pocket right now because like <laughs> I uh the past year and a bit I haven't been listening well I've been listening to occasional new stuff but I've been going through my records and all my tapes and listening to everything alphabetically and oh, so yeah. I'm basically just stuck in this like nostalgia yeah. fest for like, the past you know I, and, I, I, I feel like maybe just like in you're involved with music and stuff so we make an effort like I make an effort to try to yeah, s- yeah, yeah. see what you know what the kids are into these yeah. days right? <laughs> no it sounds funny to say it but it's true like you know you see them all wearing their hats like this, and you're like, "Hey, what, I wonder what they're listening to, right?" Like, <laughs> I, and I, I am curious because I mean, um, I, I want to play music for everybody. Right, I want to play music right. people like. You know, I want. I, I mean, we obviously make music we like. That's kind of what you do, right? But I guess I mean the, the, the connection is like. I just want to know what's happening. Uh, not there's definitely things I like that are new. Yeah. There's probably more that I that I don't like. Well, that's what yeah, I mean. It's like the the, you know. the things that we, that were. I mean, just using the Chili Peppers as an example, sure. something you guys, you know, you, you were at the, at the right age to kind of glom onto that. Like that, to you is uh, probably, I'm guessing, like miles ahead of whatever new stuff is coming out, and it's do, do you feel even that way from or? the Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess know, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I I know what you mean. I absolutely know what you mean. But I think I've somehow managed to divorce myself. with that's that. good. Uh, <laughs> where like I think there is just as valid contemporary. Well, oh, there there is there is, just and I and it, yeah. like it maybe doesn't touch me in the same way as it did when I was yeah. fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. But I think like I can appreciate it just as much as I would listening to a Chili Peppers record now. Yeah, you're not constantly There's... comparing it to. No, no and I would never be that guy who's like, "Oh, music was way better when I was." No, because you know, like... if anything, music's better now because there's so many amazing bands. You have like, access you can, to more of it. You yeah. can find yeah. it. There is so many great bands. Maybe they're not the most popular bands, but there is more bands yeah. now that are that have the potential to be my favorite band than there ever. ever right, because right. right? you can hear them before so, you can. Yeah, hear there's it. so yeah. many great bands out there all the time. Cool. And a lot of my favorite contemporary music's coming from right here in town. There's so many. Oh yeah, bands this is yeah, right? definitely. I feel like that's the only place where I am kind of. You know the, the what, what, what's what's it? I'm kind of with is <laughs> right. like with the local stuff, and it's probably just from doing the show. But I, I try. Yeah. I, I think I feel like I do more, put in more effort to keep track of what local bands are doing than anything else. And that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, so. kudos to you. Like, I wish more people did that. Yeah, well, hopefully they do. Yeah. Anyway, let's pick another song. I guess you're next on the. Uh... Okay, uh, so mine's pretty. If there's no metaphor to it or anything. You said neck, and yep. the first song that came to my mind was "Protect Your Neck" by. Okay, that's good. That was Wu-Tang my backup Clan. choice. I was hoping yeah. someone would pick it. Yeah, cool, <laughs> awesome. So I'll pop that on. I 
smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man, so all tick-tock and keep ticking, while well, I get you flipping off the shit that I'm kicking, the Lone Ranger, cold wet, danger, deep in the dark with the art, to rip the charts apart, the vandal, too hot to handle your battle, you're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell, roughneck, Inspector Dex on the set, the rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal, the way I make the crowd go wild, sit back, relax, won't smile, Ray got it going on pal, call me the rap assassinator, rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger, and I'ma get mad deep like a threat, blow up your project, then take all your assets, cause I came to shape the frame in half with the thoughts that wrong, shit like math, so if you wanna try to flip, yo flip on the next man, cause I'll grab the clip and with 16 shots and more I got Going to war with the melting pot It's the Method Man for short, Mr. Map Move it on your left And set it off, get it off, let it off like a gat I wanna break food, cop me back Small change, they putting chain in the game I take game and blow that nigga out the frame And like bang, my fella live forever Niggas crossing over like they don't know no better But I do, true, can I get a soul? Enough respect due to the one six ooh I mean oh Check out the boat like the Hudson or PCP when I'm dusting. Niggas off because I'm hot like sauce. The smoke from the lyrical butt make me uh, Ooh, I grab my nut, get screwed. Ow. Here comes my Shaolin style. True, B, A, B, B, Y, U. To my crew with the... Electric guitar, 
But he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a super tie rap that's cleaner than a boss soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. <laughs> That was Wu-Tang, um, and Wu-Tang is always welcome on the show. We actually did a whole Wu-Tang episode nice. on uh, number 36, which was fitting. And yeah, it's like, I mean, that, that's like what I was saying earlier, too, that that's one of the artists that maybe I, I try not to play every week, because right. I, I feel like I could I could find a, an <laughs> a option. A reason but, to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad someone picked it, because that was one of the things, I was like, that, it was my backup choice. I, yeah. I figured if no one picks it, I have to, I have to make it that's happen. Legit. But yeah, it's awesome for Nick. So, um, okay, you guys have an album coming out, which is, I guess, you know, something you, you really want to encourage people to check out, and that's happening in the summer, or June, I guess, is what if you Yeah, like late spring, you could <laughs> yeah, call it. Okay. Just before okay. the summer. Yeah, yeah, June 11th okay. at the Pyramid. At the Pyramid? Yeah. And, uh, okay, awesome. And are people, if people want to hear more of your stuff, I mean, people would have heard a song at the beginning, and you're, you guys are going to play some live stuff in a minute, but if people are hearing you for the first time, want to check out more of your music, what's the best method for that? Like, where can they find it? Uh, I'd say start with our website. It's kind of the hub for all things. You can find the link to our SoundCloud there and our YouTube and all that stuff. Okay. Um, Which is theheightswinnipeg.com. Yeah. Cool. And is there anything coming up that you want to let people know? But I mean, obviously, the CD release is the, the, the main focus. But... Yeah, that's the big one. Um, we're also playing at the Handsome Daughter on May 8th, which okay. is a Sunday night. And we're leaving the next day to go on tour, so it's kind of a tour kickoff cool. show. Where are you so, guys? Which way are you going? Uh, we're going out west to BC and back for a couple weeks. I'm guessing this is the first tour for the band, too? Yeah, first tour for the band. Have you guys, I mean, I'm assuming with the other projects you've, you've toured before, or is this new for any of you? Yeah, I've, I think I've been on five tours okay. now. Okay, so uh, it's all that at this point. Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's still, it still feels pretty new and, and exciting, especially with, with a brand new project. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's a new project, so it's like, you know... Starting from scratch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. And are you touring with anyone, or is it just, just, uh, just us? Cool. Yeah, okay. so... How long is the, the tour work? About 10 days. So if people want to see the dates, that's all on your website as well, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully people outside of Winnipeg are listening to this too. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please come to our shows if people outside of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all on the website. And then uh, the website links to, I guess, do you got social media and all that stuff too, right? That's yeah, right. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Okay, awesome. Cool. Well, uh, if people want to check out more episodes of this show, uh, you go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts. There's all 170 whatever episodes all there for free download and streaming. And we're also on the actual radio uh, on Sunday nights now. It, used to be, it was Monday for years, and we just uh, switched the time slot. So now we're on Sundays at midnight, and uh, it makes it more awkward to listen to because if you have work the next day. But uh, we used to have an hour-long slot. Now we have an kind of indefinite amount of time. So <laughs> our episodes, sometimes they go way over time, and we used to have to cut them off on UFM. So now we have the option of just playing the whole thing, which is really cool because it's, it's so late. But uh, And our show got switched. Uh, the reason it got switched is because Jesse from Kenwood started doing a show again after, you know, he, he did it for years and then they tour so much that he didn't do it, but he's back on and he wanted that spot. So obviously, you know, I love that band and he's a past guest on the show. So I, I mean, I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, I'm just happy yeah. to be on the radio. <laughs> so you should check out his show too, of course. And uh, also check out the Garbage Hill Podcast Network. It's a very loose collective of people doing this essentially on various topics. I mean, we're a music show 
there's pop culture stuff, there's a comic book show, there's like, you know, basically anything people are nerdy about and <laughs> really into and want to talk about in a DIY radio kind of format, uh, that's there. So that's at garbagehillnetwork.com. Uh, I think there's about a half dozen shows right now on there doing it. And, um, you know, the reason that we it even really exists is to just kind of share our audience because, uh, I mean, this is all DIY no one's really making any money off it, and uh, most people are losing money on it. So it just kind of—I <laughs> mean, if people are listening to this and they happen to like comic books, you know, go to Garbage Show Network. They check out the Last Panel podcast, which, and, and vice versa. So it just yeah. kind of, yeah. I mean, it's like the old punk rock scene used to be when I was a teenager. Everyone playing community center shows and stuff. So right, it's like a like an audio zine. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, it was just different. You yeah. Just you can curate it yourself, select the ones you want, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The topics you want. So that is the cool thing about doing this is it's it's super DIY, and everyone's most people anyway are, are super cool with each other and trying mm-hmm. to promote. I also want to plug the uh, big mix-up show, which you're going to actually be mm-hmm. part of, uh, Eli. Um, this is a, a really weird thing we're trying that I have no idea if it's going to work or not, but we've done a couple live shows in the past, and they've just been kind of straight-up podcasts, interviews in front of an audience, okay. people playing live songs. That's cool. And they, they've done okay. We have a decent, you know, decent response after the fact in terms of downloads. Not so decent response in terms of crowd size at the actual shows, but mm-hmm. it was still a lot of fun. So this one, we're doing something a bit different. It's on May 30th at the Park Theatre, and uh, it's called The Big Mix-Up. The premise is that we have uh, about 10 to 15 local musicians, all different kinds of music, all different bands, all kind of piled together. And I'm going to be picking names out of a hat, and they're going to be on stage as randomly selected bands. And they're going to have to perform songs with no rehearsal, like maybe a two-minute huddle to decide what the plan is, based on audience suggestions. So if someone yells out banana into the crowd, this band with like five or six guys who've never played together, maybe there's a metal guitarist, uh, you know, like accordion player, a country singer, whatever, slapped <laughs> oh on God. stage and they got to just come up with something. That sounds terrifying. It's going to be yeah, fun. It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, 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 he's really uh, terrified. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm interested to see what you bring to that. But <laughs> that's, someone yell out downbeat dub song and I'll play the drums for that. <laughs> that's, that's on May 30th in the park and that's going to be a lot of fun. I hope we can get a lot of people to come out to it. Uh, the park's calling it Volume 1. Which implies to me that if it's successful, we can have a volume two. So, uh, sweet, I'll be there. That's super. It's super gonna be awesome. fun. Yeah. So yeah, if check that out. Player, yeah. Let me know. I got a few, but if uh, I'll, I'll keep you <laughs> for sure. For sure. A lot of people want to do it, which is great. I mean, yeah. I've had a lot of response from pretty wide ranging types cool. of people. Very so cool. Cool. it's gonna. I mean, it's either gonna be a disaster or awesome. <laughs> And either way, it'll be, it'll be funny. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Entertainment yeah. is so, the yeah. key word. I'll be promoting that pretty hard once we get into May, so you'll probably, by the time you hear this, you know, you, it'll start to be kind of buzzing around there. Uh, but anyway, you guys uh, are going to play some, some live stuff, so yeah. let's uh, get into that. All right, we are The Heights, and this song is called Larger Than Life. Oh, 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 oh,
silence when you hear me Everything's how it should be Yes, it's true what they say about love You take the small things and you total them up Oh, but this ain't no small thing Baby, this is larger than life Oh, 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 oh Twisted Shadows.
I'm years old, at least that's what they say. But I never seen time move so slow as it did that day. You've taken a piece of my soul.